Making, and that's where my happiness answer rings true. Putting life in your days, is, am I gonna am I gonna butcher this? Is tequila gonna ruin this? Putting life in your days is more important than days in your life. And that's tequila where motorcycle, that's where motorcycles come in. <laughs> well, first cheers. Oh yeah. Cheers. And refill that one. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of All Over the Place with Lane Fable. I'm your host, Lane Fable, and today's guest is a motorcycle riding. Wait, that's not how I was going to start it. <laughs> Tequila. You're not wrong there. Today's guest is very special. He rides motorcycles. He jumps out of planes. He's got the margarita hookup. And he's so also true. my older brother. Pretty sure he's like in the CIA or some secret operative. Well, we don't we know don't that. We don't talk about that. So, as hard as it was to get you on the podcast, meanwhile, we live in the same house right now. It's just economics 101. I make myself more scarce, therefore more valuable. Also, I think people that watch the vlogs, if you watch the vlogs and not only listen to the podcast, you know little about Quinn. Sure. So I'm excited to kind of delve into his life more so you guys get a little bit more details and it's going to be a good podcast episode. I hope it's not bore you too much with my CIA cover. I have a bunch of questions that listeners wanted to ask you, but first I kind of wanted to start off, I know this is a lot to ask too, but how would you, if you want to introduce yourself, like give a little... Oh, Elevator pitch? Yeah, I don't think I'm going to top that introduction. I'm going to kind of just roll with that. Um, obviously, you know I'm Lane's older brother, and all those bullet points are pretty accurate. Uh, I do my research. Yeah, we'll go from there. <laughs> I'm actually interested to see what your readers, watchers, viewers, Everyone whatever you want to call subscribers want to ask. Yeah, because um, some of the comments have been pretty interesting. <laughs> you get some messages. I'm like, and then I have someone that messages me. Being like, is Quinn single? Your brother's hot. And I'm like, what do you want me to say to that? That is weird. Just message him. I'm like... More will be revealed tonight. Yeah, well, I think one of the most interesting things that I know that we don't have in common is you riding motorcycles. Sure. And what kind of was your first introduction to that? Because as far as oh, I can remember, easy. when we were younger, we never like rode dirt bikes and things. Well, I rode dirt bikes with a, a friend of mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, what was his last name? Kenny... Loggins, no. Um, I so don't I'm remember what his name was. But he had some dirt bikes and some go-karts. And so I had ridden go, you know, dirt bikes before and they were a ton of fun. But obviously dirt biking and any of you guys who you know ride out there know that dirt bikes and, and street riding, completely different. Just all over the place. Totally different. Um, all over the place. Yeah. But what really got me into motorcycles at a very young age was, this is a roundabout answer. Just bear with me here. Um, I was super into aviation. I used to have... Books of all different kinds of planes dating back to biplanes in World War One, to obviously the Wright brothers, all the way through to the modern day. This stopped probably when I was in the early 2000s. Um, but my love of aviation obviously brought me to Top Gun. If anybody's seen that, Tom Cruise, the motorcycle, the whole movie is just, it's like military propaganda, but it just it's still a fantastic movie. Top Gun, you know, Tom Cruise might be a typecast actor. He does what he does, but he does it really well. And so ever since then, I was intrigued by motorcycles. I wasn't in a position financially or personally to, to get one and be on my own because I get zero support from the parentals. And I understand that. Yeah, they that. were not, still not into the motorcycle riding for sure. You know, but they've lightened up and they kind oh, of realize yeah. it's it's a hobby of mine. It's a passion. It's not just some The photos fad. are amazing. <laughs> photos are very cool. So yeah, it all started with Top Gun. And then I was in a place where a couple of my friends wanted to take one summer. It's like a fun thing to do on the weekend um get our license so we took the msf course the motorcycle safety foundation if anybody out there is even remotely curious or interested in getting their license i highly highly recommend if you value my opinion at all taking the msf course it'll teach you some really good habits you'll be a way better rider off the gate and a big benefit depending on the law in your state obviously i can only talk to to new jersey and new york and uh you know the united states is that if you take the msf course You'll have zero restrictions on the size of the motorcycle and the engine you can buy. Whereas if you were to just roll up and you know take the the driver course at your local DMV on a scooter or something, um, they in a lot of cases will restrict the motorcycle you can buy. I didn't know that. Yeah, whether that's right or wrong, hard to say. But just from a safety perspective, um, it's not an awful idea. I, as you will probably hear at some point on this podcast, err on the side of personal freedoms, and I don't like restrictions on behavior, you know, vis-a-vis -vis the government. But um, I have seen a lot of guys, <laughs> some some people I know, who were, you know, competent riders, smart guys, coordinated, um, but they got big bikes, powerful bikes to start and made some bad mistakes. And some, you know, were embarrassed. Others got seriously hurt. And 
some are no longer with us. It, it happens. I'm not going to lie. Um, motorcycles make me nervous, but I think they're beautiful. And I think it's so cool seeing your racetrack. And I have to come to one to shoot. But the other day, I was moving your bike. <laughs> didn't tell him this yet, so watch his reaction. You didn't drop it. No, I didn't drop. Well, um, let's get into details. Oh, so I'm moving your bike. And... I'm just moving it like past the roadster and it kind of like fell. I was in between the bike and the car and I was just like, this bike is so effing heavy. Well, as long as you got hurt and not my bike. Well, yeah, no, totally your bike's, cool. but oh, just listen to this. So oh, I man. finally like breathe. I'm like, I, I remember screaming for Shane because the garage door was open and the windows upstairs were open. I was like, maybe he'll hear me. Yeah. Didn't hear me. So I'm like, was it 400 pound bike? Yeah, it's right around 400 pounds. What bike do you have right now? It's a 2018 Yamaha R6. I've done a whole bunch of work to it. Maybe I'll get into it. It's beautiful. It's a nice bike. Um, but it's heavy as hell. And it fell on me. I was like, okay, you need to get out of this yourself because you're not calling Quinn and telling him. My yeah. phone was also already in the road, so it like, wasn't near me. Oh, yeah. So I was like, okay. Also, you can't hurt this car. This car's amazing. So car I go too. and I move it. And I pick it up. I'm like, okay, you just have to move it a little bit farther just so you don't happen to nick it. Right. So I go to move it farther and it falls on dead hockey pads. Oh, man. Don't worry. There's nothing, no damage to it. Yeah. But. There was no damage to it, but then I was like, I was, it was on the, on the pads and all, you know how we have that pile of crap there? Yeah. Never been so happy for a pile of stuff in a garage in my life. So I come inside, I'm like, mom, I knocked Quinn's bike over. Can you come help me pick it up? And she's like, he'll kill you. I was like, please come help me. So she helped me pick it up. I like how you tell me this when we're on camera so I can't Can't beat the shit out of me? Yeah. It's very, this was planned. Well thought out. He's getting a little well red. Done. He's getting a little red. tequila, guys, not the burning rage. No. <laughs> No, but like you've been on the bike since you took it to a track day. You're good. Yeah, no, it's fine. There's nothing Mecha wrong with it. Mechanically, also, totally fine. I, I, saw I you didn't notice anything. So. Yeah, you, and you already had a ding on, I don't know, from that lady, I think. I had, yeah. Uh, we'll uh, anyways, but I just had to get that off my chest. Hey, well, listen, like I said, I didn't notice anything. I take meticulous care of that bike. I mean, yeah. like it's a little ridiculous. It's also, like I said, it's a hobby and a passion. It's his girlfriend. Totally. <laughs> he puts it on his Instagram story. I joke. I make Valentine's Day jokes. Uh, I'm not going to repeat here. You can oh. go look that up. It's, they're funny. Um, but, you yeah, know, it's, it's very much, if you think about it this way, the mechanical safety, my safety, is completely reliant on that bike operating at 100% at all times. Because if I'm going... Racing or riding. However fast I'm going around a corner, which I won't say for liability reasons, um, and something goes wrong... It could be big trouble. So I like to make sure that everything is is meticulously main, yeah, maintained on that bike. So yeah, but there are some dings on it. The most recent one, it hit my bike. Luckily, the bike didn't fall. It was super minimal. When that bike falls, though, sorry, wait, keep going. Tell a story, and then I'll tell you. Yeah, the most recent one, my helmet was on the bike. I was at a, a local meetup, a very popular rest spot, which is popular for bicyclists, like you know, unitard guys. Not nearly as cool of a hobby, <laughs> and a lot of motorcyclists. So I was out there. I was parked, and it's a very tight parking filling station. I was gonna you're say familiar, yeah. Really um, good. I was parked in a spot where the motorcyclists kind of line up along the shrubbery that divides the road from, like you know, the parking lot and then the the property. And there was a lady, an Asian lady, in, an Asian woman in a minivan. Like check, check, check. Stereotypes for bad driving. You know, call it what it is. I'm a Forget it. All no. the isms and the ists laid on No, there it's just like, shit. you know, but comedians just, pointed out. Stereotypes exist for a reason, long story short. And so, fact of the matter is, in this particular situation, anecdotal as it might be, Asian lady in a minivan backs up, broad daylight, perfectly sunny. You know, I, there are no excuses for hitting my bike. And motorcycles stand pretty tall. Like, you have to try not to see them. So she reverses out and knocks into my bike and, and hits the front wheel, knocks my helmet off. It's a very expensive, you know, race-inspired aerodynamic helmet, all dinged up and scratched now. And the bike had a little mark on it, but it's just shit. Stuff. Do we cares? Shit, yeah. Shit happens. Uh, on the podcast, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very candid. I'm very, like, I curse. Well, I'm glad we can curse because I have a, I curse like a sailor. Like, <sighs> Me I too. Am, I don't know. It's in our blood. It just happens. The cursing is, and also my, my dark, twisted sense of humor, especially with tequila, it's like... I'm yeah, glad so we can speak freely here. I wanted to, we were gonna, we planned this podcast like 20 different times. Yeah. But Quinn and I both have, this is from a local restaurant near us, and it would be like our tradition. Let's drop this spot because everybody should know about this yes, place. Yes, Zapata's, area. or Zapata. It's just Zapata's. Zapata. Zapata's. Yeah, Zapata's. It's in, it's across the border in New York. Is it? It's not Nyack, is it? 
I what town is that? It's the Pan. The Pan. I'm pretty sure it's the Pan. Regardless, Anyways. Zapata's Mexican restaurant in Japan, New York, let's say. Um, so the good. best margaritas. And I've lived in Manhattan for a very long time. lived in Hoboken for almost as long. Margarita connoisseur. Margarita, yeah, absolutely. Well, alcoholism runs in the family, apparently. Yikes. Never dropped that one on a podcast. Yikes. Anyway, great margaritas. Cheers. So we have this tradition where we go to this restaurant, get these Cadillac margaritas, and get some food, and just like vent about boys, girls, life, work, school at the time, whatever it was. And um, <laughs> now they're doing these takeout margarita like quartz. Yeah, good for or them. Or whatever it is. It's so great. They have these medical grade plastic containers. <laughs> they look it looks like really weird. Containers. You might not be able to see it. I don't know if the color is going to come out super well over the video, but it looks like, you know, pee. It does. So and it um, great though. But thank you for picking them up because this yeah. is a great addition. I know Dad and I had a cocktail on it. Kevin and I were drinking on That's the podcast. You get a little bit more relaxed and tell your stories. Well, it's always good because some people are uncomfortable in front of the camera. I've actually been on camera a lot before. Um, yeah, but you're also, you're just chill. Like I'm pretty laid back. It doesn't phase you to be like, oh, you're recording me? No, no, I don't really care because other people's opinion of me are pretty low on my priority list. I'm starting to get that. Someone asked yesterday, like, how does it feel being 25? And I was like, oh, you 25. Know what? I'm hitting a very interesting <laughs> number very soon. Yeah. Well, that's true. Quinn's birthday is coming up, so everyone wish him a happy early birthday. Yeah, big 3-0. Yeah. But it was just funny because my answer was like, it doesn't feel any different. Like, then no, I feel like really you doesn't. don't feel older because it's still this great time in your life. But I do have to say, every year that comes, you just kind of are more, like, confident and more like you know what values you hold and you're just like comfortable with yourself whereas I know during even maybe college more high school I was very worried about maybe what other people thought or other people's approval whether that be like which makes... close to you or people that like you kind of just know yeah. passing by but I think as you get older you just get more like that comfortable. need for validation goes away yes. and I think a big part of that is it makes sense like just developmentally speaking because your formative years at a certain age in your mid-20s for girls maybe a little bit later for guys at least in terms of brain development <laughs> way is, <later>. no <laughs> what just like way later no <laughs> no wow you want to go that route no I don't oh wait but um Mm. Long story short, your formative <laughs> years are basically over. You have a good idea of who you are, and hopefully by your mid-20s to late-20s, you have a, a good foothold in terms of personal development, career, so you care a little bit less about, like, you know, what Susie down the hall or Mark up the street really thinks about you. It's, it's <laughs> completely irrelevant, so. Come on, Mark's dad. No, I'm kidding. Totally yes. kidding. Totally kidding. Okay, I know there were some questions, and just as a little bit of background, what do you do? Yeah. For a living. And I hate that question because I don't think it defines you, but I think you get, it's a part of your life and I think it definitely gives you and shapes you a little, so. No, values, passions, hobbies, like that to me is way more important that is in terms way more of, important. of But cool people is, have but. asked like, what do you do for a living? So I just want to get that out. Super the way. Surface, su surface level. Um, I get that question all the time, especially living in Manhattan. It's a very status driven town, Area. let's call it. One of the biggest, the biggest city in the world. Um, I get that question all the time. I work in media. Uh, I'm a manager for a large company. We work for a huge client. I don't really want to drop any names. Um, but we matters, use a lot of them. so I'm sure almost everybody out here has used their product at some point. And uh, yeah, I work in media. I, long story short, if I were to really oversimplify it, a uh, client has goals and a budget, and I help them figure out how to best spend that to meet their goals. Super simple. It's about all I really care to get into. Work is work. Yeah. I enjoy it. Um, there are a lot of parts about it, especially in media when you're young. It's fun. There's a lot of things going on. You're very much at the center of a bunch of different you know, influences, forces, and, and markets. But uh, it's a great learning experience. Probably not what I want to do forever. So yeah. that's what I do. Absolutely. Sorry. I'm trying to find the questions that everybody sent because we really have been trying to set this up for such a long time so we're, we're, that I well, forget we've been talking about this went. for months we've actually been actively trying to set this up for two two and a half weeks three basically, since i think I've been it was home. like three today's yeah. friday yeah i was you know under exile quarantine um after my trip to utah <laughs> back in mid-march oh that's true so what were you doing there because i know this is another one of your hobbies oh, and a, a big, big source of your broken bones <laughs> i broke in Three bones, uh, well, more than three bones, three breaks, two collarbones and a wrist snowboarding. Um, I love it. I mean, I'd say I'm good. The broken bones might have you believe otherwise, but 
it's just a fun hobby. It's great. I love the mountains, the fresh air, how you can just kind of escape, you know, especially being in Manhattan. It's like you're, you're floating. So, well, that too, especially if you go out west. The powder and the scenery is phenomenal. And it just seems like for whatever reason, the states, the towns, the locales that have the mountains and the really good snowboarding have some of the nicest people. Like I've gone out to, I've taken a couple trips solo just out west or even to Vermont, like a day trip. You know, you hop in the car, you go to wherever, southern Vermont, New Hampshire. Um, people just seem happier when they're on the mountain, maybe having a beer, a little joint, whatever, you're, pick your poison. And uh, people are just happier on the mountain. It's just great. And I've always liked the cold too. Um, if you give me, you know, if you, a 30 degree day versus a 90 degree and humid day, I'll take the, the cold any day, twice on Sundays. I can't really? stand heat, humidity. I'm just not built for it. That's one of the questions I ask later in the podcast. We do like a rapid hour. I mean, rapid tequila, hour? baby, tequila, rapid fire. Yeah. And um, sorry, the ADD is kicking in because I watched my nieces the whole day today. So Oof. I'm like sizzled in the brain. That's and then tough. you add tequila with only eating what I eat, like egg salad on bread today, Rhea, maybe, which is delicious. Would be your niece or would be your cousin? Cousins. Yeah, Did I just fried. say niece? She's fried. No, it's because people always say, is that your niece? And I'm like, no. That would mean Quinn has kids. <laughs> no, I don't. I definitely don't. Uh, I mean, so not that I know of. We were just talking about, I was like, any baby fever I did have, whenever I babysit a <laughs> one-year-old and a three-year-old for like eight hours, seven hours, run. I'm just like, yeah, uh, I'll babysit them. I'll hang out with them. They're adorable. Baby fever is gone. I want a plane ticket. Let's not get political, but people underestimate how much energy and time it takes to raise kids oh. properly. And it does take a village. And then society definitely undervalues those who choose to do that. But that's where I'll leave it. No, and honestly, after today, I salute anybody that is 24-7 childcare because that is whoa. Like, you yeah. literally can't pee without being like, are they killing themselves? Are they fought like... Especially at a certain age range, because from like, you know, birth until who knows what the actual delineation is, but in my mind, like two, three, every noise they make, you have to be attentive to it because they you don't can't know. really yeah. communicate what's going on. Well, that's After like... that, you can kind of like, they can speak a little bit and you could, you know, they're testing boundaries, but you can kind of figure out like, you know, when you can just let them cry and when you have to actually pay attention. Speaking of crying, Kelsey was on her little tricycle and I brought it up on the deck. Now that I look back, I'm like, wow, <laughs> it was down there for a reason. You don't bring it up the two steps. So she's riding and she, I already told Quinn this, yeah, but I heard this. she was, cause I was so like frazzled. She was riding and she just like rode down the two stairs and flipped over. And I was like, I heard it. And I was just like, oh my God, she's going to freak out. She goes, oh, I'm fine. She was like, and she looked at me to see if I was freaking out. And she was like, I'm okay. And I was like, okay. And then inside I was like, oh my God. I think for, just, for guys ooh, and girls I'm there. I'm sweating thinking about it. Yeah, for guys and girls, there are definitely innate differences in behavior. Sorry, feminists, you're not going to love this, but we oh. do different things. We like different things. Um, but young kids, it doesn't matter the gender, are so resilient. And we've like bubble yes. wrapped them where like they can't be near anything dangerous. Granted, I mean, take some precautions around sharp corners and whatever Absolutely. but uh kids are so resilient like for instance kelsey falling a couple steps pops right back up she's fine me approaching the big three oh if i fell down two stairs i'd be out for two weeks so you know <laughs> okay what do you got for me i don't know if i found it now we're gonna we're gonna get into some of the questions i'm trying not to get tangled in like the, the jungle of wires down here by my feet let <laughs> me just slide over a little one bit. day i will save up enough to get proper podcasting equipment where we have the headphones that work I've seen your other podcasts. They're great. I hope the sound comes, you know, across okay. Yeah, the, the sound will be good. We just don't have headphones, so it feels less official to me. I'm cool with unofficial. I kind of I mean, like casual. When we get like one more margarita D, maybe we just put the headphones on to make it feel. Look like. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, let's get into the questions. Thank you guys for submitting your questions. If you guys ever want to, I mainly pull questions from Instagram. So make sure to go follow the podcast oh, Instagram. Oh, there are a lot. We won't answer them all. Well, but let's, let's take it. We'll do it as go. long as the margaritas last, I guess. I got a nice little halo effect going on from this light back there. Yeah, well, I might actually... This one. camera's much clearer, so... Yeah. My camera's also broken. One day I'll buy a solid <laughs> camera, like, that I haven't dropped 40 When's times. When's your birthday again? August I know exactly when it is. Yeah. Buy me a camera. Okay, next. First question. If you could instantly become an expert in something, what would it be? Wow, great question. Engineering. Um, I feel like Ooh. I kind of missed the boat. In, I was never a great student, 
Yeah. God, Actually, wait, get... we should have talked about that. Yeah, it was a getaway from politics. So I was always a really good test taker. I had a really good SAT <laughs> score. I would get, uh, depending on the class, really good grades on the tests and quizzes. But you have a lot. Oh, here we go again. You have a lot of Mrs. women. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to name names. You know, that's should I bleep that them. out? I would totally name it. She's terrible. She was terrible. So, you know, whether you believe it or not, keep it in there. It doesn't matter to me. There were, especially growing up, we're talking like middle school, a little bit less than high school, but definitely elementary school and, and middle school in particular, um, some really bad teachers, bad teachers who Not were like the tenured. cute movie where they're like hot, like oh, bad teachers. Cameron like, Diaz could be a shitty teacher for me anytime. Absolutely. But in this case... And 1994, Courtney Cox, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Call me. <laughs> No, bad teachers as in these teachers, and I had the same ones, just, they definitely favored kids. Openly. No, no, oh, well, not, yeah. even, not even just kids. The one teacher that girls. we named before, girls, would literally say in class, like, and that in and of itself, not a big deal. Like, if you want to, like, call boys shitty things, because middle school boys are little sociopaths. Yeah. Totally cool. And we're very energetic, and we're kind of like, you know, poking boundaries, we're not easy to teach. I get it. There's so many stories we can go into. Sorry, keep going. A lot. I have a lot of stories. I was talking. I was going to bring it back to like Montessori school, but let's keep ADD. Keep but going. to to I think I got sidetracked now. To bring it back to the boys versus girls thing, um, if it, oh, here's the point I was trying to make. On the rubric, the criteria was this is codified. You can go back and look at this. Behavior was a percentage of your grade. I don't remember what five, ten, fifteen percent. Yeah. But if you are subjectively grading students on their behavior and you openly favor girls versus boys, you're out. If I was a principal and anybody ever came to me with that complaint, there would be some kind of, you know, ramification, disciplinary action, because that's, that's unacceptable. That's a good point. I never thought about that. Because realistically, like, yes, you'd want behavior, like, don't curse at other students, don't hit other students. Yeah, well, yeah that should be in there. there's a kid, like, biting other kids, yeah. like, yeah, you know, maybe take them aside, figure out there's some behavioral issues, there's problems at home, you know, figure out what's going on. There's... But the fact of that being a grade is, is kind of crazy, looking well, back at that. it, knowing that yeah. I'm of, like, well, you're fully there to developed teach. age. Yeah, yeah, and well, an education in the system... Is from the industrial era. Well, like I'm out of the politics. Well, no, it's 200 years <laughs> no, old. Like true. something has to change. And I think one I've, I've spoken about this with you and some of my friends. I think one of the good things coming out of this coronavirus insanity. It's 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 crazy right now. What's been going on? How long it's been going on without any mm. updates? But mm -hmm. I think one of the really good things that's coming out of it is homeschooling will probably be on the rise. We're going to figure out some way to educate kids remotely through the internet. We live in the age of information where we don't need children or even you know young adults college to sit there and and have a bell ring and like you know pavlev's dog starts salivating a certain time get up sit down you can eat now you can leave now i think we've kind of moved past that i would hope so I as hope a society so. we definitely move past that look at all the most successful people a lot of them have dropped out because they had a vision and they had the ability and, and it they doesn't went and did fit something. into that like strict you do this cookie it was cutter literally this way. made for people to get have a baseline intelligence knowledge and to get on an into a factory and do like a, a specific job and just keep on doing it and that kind of that's it's a learning system that's antiquated. Yeah, and it also makes me sad because a lot of actually wait, we're gonna get way into it. But I agree. What was and the question on top again? Of it, on top of engineer, you want to be you want yeah, to be great engineer. I missed the boat. Oh, I wanted to the say teachers about teachers sucked. And I really love math and science, and it was too late in high school when I figured this out and had some really good male teachers that um, I would have had to like I mean, retroactively take a bunch of classes and up my level of math and all this and so i could have could have done it no excuses but it would have taken a lot of self-starting kind of you know go get them spirit at age six which now i think they're implementing a little bit more of like technology and everything this but goes back to time, my this goes back to like all this the the programs out there for women to get into stem like where are all the guys where's the help for the guys we're falling behind education now let's yeah. move past it let's get totally past politics. Past it. Yeah, all i want to say is the one teacher i this because this is a funny story about you and i growing up mm. so we're all Which four one? years apart like quinn's older i'm the middle shane's um the youngest and he went into school. So four years apart, our school system and like where we live, you're in a different building, like a school building, completely different, different teachers, different principal, everything. Yeah. So it's elementary, middle, high school. High school. And high school's, what do high school be called in other countries? It's, uh, there's another uh, word for it. There is another word, but I don't know. Mm. I'm the tequila man. Yeah. So I get into eighth grade and I'm all excited because I'm like, oh, new school, like I loved school going back to how it fits the trope Wait, of- Wait, eighth grade or, or high school? Going into eighth grade. Going into eighth oh, grade. Oh, no, sorry. Going Well, eighth grade was 
it wasn't that too short. Going into whatever, middle school. Okay. Anyways, but maybe it was going, it was going into middle school, but it was more so in eighth grade, I remember. Well, middle school was teachers, fifth, sixth, seventh, Yes, but eighth. you were still probably common fifth and eighth is when they were like, that's your brother. Uh, seventh and eighth. They were like, grade that's was your known brother. For, yeah, anyway. Yeah, so he was four years older than me, so every time we jumped schools, we both like. We switched together. We so left. we were never in the same school. So <laughs> it was like our time. hand movements were Italian. That's true. So. We, I moved up, and teachers would literally be like, oh, Fable, like Lane Fable. Oh, my God, are you related to Quinn? I never would believe it or something. And I was just like, what does that mean? But then again, of course, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm the good one. But looking back on it now, it's just, <clears throat> I mean, good one is in, like, I knew I could play it to my advantage of being like, okay. I was like, yeah, I like school. I get straight A's. How unprofessional. Who did that? Uh, no, mom's calling dad and I'm using his laptop because my laptop died at Woody's. It's a long story, guys. My production quality one day will be better. Pinky but promise. you got me, so. Yeah, and we got, finally got Quinn on. So, um, that being said, let's just move on. For shit. <laughs> That's a long, long time for that question. Engineering. It's going to be a long. Engineering. If I can okay. become an expert in anything. Um... Okay. <clears throat> Which kind of engineering, you ask? No. Let me find one that's a... Lay it on me. In the meantime, Zapatas. All right. So this is from a very loyal subscriber. I love you so much, Burn. Someone said, Burn. everyone has a great lesson they learn in life. What is that lesson for you? The best questions, the best comments. Cheers to Burn. It's a really good question. Um, what's a good lesson that I've learned throughout life? It'd be a lot easier if we could just talk about other people listening. If you well, catch my quarantine. We got. I'm sorry. I'm like holding my rest of my family hostage. They're all trying to be silent in the kitchen. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Um, I would say. I'll gladly have you on another podcast episode, though. So we'll do it again. Absolutely. This is this is great. If you throw more. One day I'll have next. a studio, and there'll be just. It won't be in an open concept house. <laughs> It'll be just us. <laughs> One thing I've learned. I wouldn't even say recently, but definitely this, it, it sunk in recently is you never stop, you never stop learning. Um, yes. It doesn't matter what age you are, what part of your life you're in, you know, there's this theory that I can't say I'm the first one to come up with, but I've definitely noticed that like life goes by faster as you get older. But if you think about it logically, when you're young, let's say you're 10 years old, one year is the 10th of your life. That's 10%. When you're 30 oh, years yeah, old, this is a one year is a 30th of your life. Yeah, I'm sure it's a well-known, yeah. I don't know if there's a I name for this. the theory, it's but so true. I will say I came up with this on my own without hearing about it, so I'm proud of that oh, shit. fact. Really? Get out of here, yeah. I don't believe it. You're too, like, well-versed in reading. As far as I know, but, huh. um, so regardless, you know, life does seem to have this, people always like, oh, it goes by so fast, and when you're going through it, especially like when you're, like, in middle school or high school, you know. Your summer's... What, Felt yeah, like a full year of like school, forever. And the summer was only three months. What what your shitty friend said about you behind your back is like the end of the world. And as life goes on, it really doesn't matter. So just so if anybody's true. listening to this and they're like, you know, in their early teens or college, high school years um, and something shitty happens, just realize that's not that's not even real life. It's like the tiniest it's a, part of your it's life. It's such a small fraction and just you never stop learning. So move past it and just focus on what makes you happy. That's such a good one. I love that. Good question. Really, that's a burn. Well, don't rock on burn. <laughs> Thank you, burn. Okay, burn has a few questions for you, so I'm gonna like we can rapid fire um, through them. For both of you, how do you define success? I'll Ooh, go really quickly. Yeah. I got a real short answer. Just happiness. If you're happy, you wake up happy. Like you're cool with yourself. I think that's you're successful. I think the answer for guys and girls might be a little bit different. <laughs> Quinn's like, no, motorcycles. <laughs> no, well, motorcycles is the answer to everything, really, is if, if you ask me. But um, no, I think, I think honestly, the answer might be a little bit different from, from, for men and women. Um, happiness is the end goal, but there are means to that end, and the financial component is part of it. Of course. That's probably where the guy's point of view comes in because... No, I was just trying to make it short and sweet. Of course, that has no. Well, into that's it. my point. But there's a very specific cutoff. This is an old study, but it was somewhere around the. And obviously, you have to nationalize it because depending on what part of the country you live in, the cost of living is astronomically different. But there's a certain point at which that's our microwave. <laughs> there's a certain point at which you make enough money to keep the bills at bay and to save and to invest. Um, the last I heard, that was somewhere around 75, 000? 80K. Oh, I, thought, I heard it was 100. That's, that's what I mean. It's nationalized. Yeah. Like if you live in Manhattan yeah. and you're only making $75,000, that's not a lot just because of the tight. cost of living. But um, there's a certain point 
where you make enough money where you know your next meal, your housing, your whatever expense is not an issue. Um, at that point, you hit the financial portion, but you have to find some passion, whether it be a hobby that makes you money or just a hobby you enjoy. There's more to it than that. I think there are more fulfilling things that mean success than just money. And for me, this might sound really funny because I'm like the perpetual quintessential bachelor, but a healthy relationship, high up there. That's so true. Sorry, Kev. I should have said that first. <laughs> Shit. No. <laughs> it's easy in hindsight. But I just wanted to make it a quick answer. We keep going. <laughs> long term, you talk about all these people. You know, you could have all the money in the world. What's the guy or girl on their deathbed gonna say? I wish I had more time. Yes. So. Making, and that's where my happiness answer rings true. Putting life in your days. Is, am I gonna? Am I gonna butcher this? Is tequila gonna ruin this? Putting life in your days is more important than days in your life. And that's tequila where motorcycle, that's where motorcycles come in. <laughs> Okay, next. What's the best childhood memory you have with each other? There are so many. And there's a lot of good ones. Yeah. Some not so good ones. Yeah. There are so <laughs> many. Uh, what's the best The best childhood memory? Or like one that stands out to you. It doesn't have to be the um, best. We don't need to put that superlative on it. Oh, man. Okay. Do you have one? Because I'm, I'm struggling. I can think of a lot, but I want to think of one that really pops out. I want to say... Um, this is a very like mundane one, but it's something that sticks out to me always. There's beauty in the mundane. Yes, absolutely. And that. it's when Quinn first had his license and we would drive around and listen to music and Which sing song? on the top of our lungs some Chris <laughs> Brown. Yo, yeah. Right? There was that and there was one year where I think, I think I was in college and so I, or maybe I was in high school at the time and I had my license and laying in all of her friends. Oh, this isn't going to do it again. Don't do it again. Don't do it again. Crisis averted? I hope for now. Um, let's go. Whoa. Saying, oh, I got my license, and at, obviously I was 18 or older at this point. And uh, what's up, Dad? childhood memory should have included something with that. Uh, of course. Well, it's I'm, me I was and Lane, driving but, shit. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm getting sidetracked now. Oh, I'm driving around. I have my license, whatever year it was. And I pick up Lane, like a bunch of her friends. And we're oh, listening yeah. to... <laughs> it must have been college, because we were listening to... Um, what was the song? Was it like Jason Derulo? Or yeah, was I it? think it was Jason Derulo. I think it was Jason Derulo. Back um, when he was cool. He's weird now. I don't remember what the song was, but I was like hooked on it. Hooked on phonics. Jason Derulo. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to even try. hooked on try. phonics? You just said hooked on phonics. I did. But tequila, man. My face is getting bored. I feel too. But anyway, we were driving around. Windows down. Summertime. Bunch of Lane's like cute friends way back when. Oh, TBT. <laughs> Martha's Vineyard. So mm -hmm. me and Shane, I think one of my favorite memories was when we were in um give me the curb no but me and lane we have a ton of memories because we're closer in age so there's a little yeah. bit more and i think it's also like while you were old we were both older first yeah so we would like connect on a lot of those things being like yo oh. what is this growing up shit about ice luge i oh. just this is this has to be one of my favorite memories with lane of all times <laughs> i just gotta have a really shitty <laughs> relationship so much about us because we're drinking again like i said alcoholism runs in the family guys nice. be careful so we, I was just have a shitty relationship, no names. This girl sucked. I learned she about sucks. it too late um, because I'm very much romantic and that's very naive of me. I've grown since then. Tequila's going to make me angry. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> we have an ice luge because there was a party either, it must have been the night before because otherwise I made had an ice it because I was out. bringing it to my friend's Is that, lake that house. Yeah. Okay. So there's an ice luge. I come back. Oh, wait. We're lost. We lost visual. Sorry, mom, dad. This will be over soon. Oh, shit. What kind of... Janky setup. Janky setup is this. Don't die. Don't. No. Keep going. I lose. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so I had I something going you, on. I promised you I'd get better when I'm Lane money. had something going on. And I come home late. I was out with some of my buddies. Just like talking. Nothing crazy. Maybe I had a beer or two. And I see this ice luge. And Lane's. And we start talking. And we just kind of look at each other like. Should we? And we break out the ice luge in the middle of the granite countertop. Our, our island. In the middle of the kitchen. At like 3 in the morning. We start ripping shots. And we're like, as we're complaining about like life, life. and like shitty people, like pouring, was it, I guess Shots it was for vodka, each other. Yeah, whatever I mean, it was. We were pouring some like hard alcohol down the ice luge. That was, that has to be one of my best memories. And died you. laughing. Oh my, and, and we and stayed then, up to like 5 a.m. Uh, and, and we were like, this is going to be for, terrible tomorrow. That was brutal. That uh, was really good. I forgot about that. that yeah. Was, that's up there. That's, that's way, amazing. Way up there. Um, All right, come on. Give me the good ones. Okay, yeah. Let's, we gotta go a little quicker because they're gonna lose their patience. Uh, yeah. Whatever. This is fun though. Coin it. I think good. 
low-key, I think Quinn is one of the best podcasts because you, like, just can talk and talk and talk. And uh, I can talk and talk and up. talk. <laughs> and it's just, that's one thing we have in common. And it's tequila. like tequila. <laughs> okay. For both of you, what... Uh, I was going to skip this one, but I just read half of it. For both of you, what is the quality that you love and hate with each other? Quality that we love and hate with each other? Um... Love. Quinn is so loyal, and he will always have my back no matter what. Two, hate. I think you get angry very easily. It's just a thing. We've all got tempers. Oh, I I mean, I'm temper. not going to say I totally. can't. I just know that sometimes when we talk, he gets angry, and I'm so sensitive. I'm like, mm, okay. But, uh, yeah. Love. Lane is extremely caring. Like, if you come to her and you need, you know, advice or for her to hear you out, she's definitely there for you. Uh, hate. Yeah, that's, that's a strong a word. One. I don't want to say hate. Yeah, hate's a strong word, but let's just let's yeah. go with that. Um, sometimes too sensitive and emotional. Yes. And, you know, not that that's necessarily a woman thing. It kind of is. But, uh, it kind of is. But yeah. no, that's also like my things, strong suit. So, like, I yeah. take that in, yes, there are times I can be too sensitive, but, like, it the, goes uh, hand in hand with totally. what you love. So yeah, the emotionality of it, it's tough for guys to deal with sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I come to Quinn like, Quinn, Zero to 60 real quick. I can't talk to Quinn because so I'm trying to choke back to yours. Yeah. And he's like, I can't understand S -s -s you. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> okay, moving on. That's good. Um, <laughs> can he compare you, um, how he treats you to how he treats Shane? Can I, what was the question? Like, can you compare how you treat me to how you treat Shane? Well, that's kind of, we can move on from that one. That's not a bad one, but it, I feel I like it's just like. I don't know how to answer that, yeah. Yeah, like we different. don't. Different. They're different whatever. people. Um, Quinn is so mysterious. I feel like even his closest friends don't know him well. That's not true. I have two close friends who know <clears throat> almost everything about me. And I have one best friend who knows 99.8% of, of everything about me. So, um, I'm mysterious by choice. I don't like to, I wear my heart on my sleeve and if we're friendly, there was I have a no second part of that question. Sorry, but keep going. Opening he, up. I, I don't know how does dot dot dot, but keep going. I know you are mysterious by choice. Yeah, it just goes back to the, the kind of tongue-in-cheek thing I said before. I've learned over the course of my life, don't throw it all out there. Like, you know, you're you're all your own person. Your time, your personality. That's funny, though, because I throw it all out there. That is a little ironic. I know, right? <laughs> I didn't think about that. Oh, well played. Um, I love, scarcity, I love scarcity. the people that watch, though. People think you're way more interesting than you actually are if you're just... If you, had an air of uh that's true seriousness so i think I people just, I play right into that people kind of just are like oh like i know lane and whatever and you guys do for the most part especially since i've been going live because it's unedited yeah but I i'm do... not nearly that interesting and mysterious guys i don't think that's true but he's like yeah wink um he's single so i guess what is his ideal girl question mark physical attributes and personality wise okay this is the only matter of time. <laughs> so physical attributes, you know, is very interesting. Um, guys and girls have a very different view of what's attractive to them. And physically, with online dating, you can actually see this statistically. Guys are much more, I wouldn't even say forgiving. They're much more honest in their appraisal of women. It, it follows a very natural bell curve. So we view average girls as average, we view beautiful girls as beautiful, and you know, less than average is less than average. It's just kind of how it goes. Women are looking for that top 20% across the board. It's actually really funny. But for me personally, I love athletic builds. Um, I'm very athletic, I'm very energetic, I'm always you know, working out. He wants you to carry your own shit, guys, no. <laughs> Definitely, like if a girl were to ask me to be a mule, I'd say, no, your fucking legs work. Like, <laughs> figure it out. No, I'm sorry, I was thinking of suitcases. That on too, to the next question. that too, like carry, carry, Keep Carry going. your own fucking weight. Physical basically. <laughs> but no, like strictly physically speaking, hair color, eye color. Who does anybody really care? Like maybe some people have a, a specific type. Does anybody I'm really care about that? I'm shocked that though? people are like I only like this. Sure. Hey, listen. Anyways, you, everybody has on. preferences. That's fine. But I find beauty in beauty. I mean, there's a whole wide, wide spectrum of what's attractive. But for me personally, athletic body. I'm energetic. I love doing things outdoors. Hiking, motorcycling is very athletic. You know. I work out, I take care of myself, I want whoever I'm with to do the same. I don't think that's unreasonable because no, I'm leading by example. Lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Um, okay. Like I said, hair color, all that doesn't matter. Yeah. Personality. Does anybody care about personality? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just, next question, I feel like I'm being rushed here. Sorry. It's they're cooking dinner and I'm like, I'm hungry and I'm drunk, but like. Ugh. I'll just have to keep the personality part mysterious. No, no. Get one, give a nice like overarching. 
honest with themselves and with me because a lot of Please. girls pretend they pretend to be or to not like or to Ugh. like certain things and it's, it's a facade and we all break through it eventually and then not even that honesty if you can't be honest with someone that you are interested in or you say you care about that's disgusting oh yeah totally uh that's a big one for me um i think not, that was the best answer you could have probably yeah let's not go too much deeper into that if you could live anywhere in the world for a year where would it be thank you Alyssa, for your question i want to come visit you in london Oh, I thought you were going to say Papa Dio. Pa oh, I miss Pops. And I miss Poplowski. Our old neighbor. I know way too many Alyssa's with similar names. Oh, yeah, that's right. Papa Dio and Poplowski. There's basically... You guys, Shane's behind the camera. Okay, but yeah, where would you live? Yeah. Anywhere for a year. Uh, Switzerland is high up there for me. It just it has everything I love. Great roads for motorcycling. They have fantastic mountains for snowboarding. The scenery is bar none, maybe second only to Italy in some regards. And I just, I love Italy because that's where our family's from and... I would say I speak Italian, but that's kind of a lie nowadays. I used to we at one used point to be, be really good. I used to be conversational, and now I just, I'm out of practice. Um, I'm sure I can pick it back up, but yeah, just for to, to move along here, Switzerland. Awesome. Yeah, um, Alyssa says yay because you're coming on. What do you hope to achieve by the time you're 50? That's a great question. There's so many ways I can answer this. Um, like, do you want a dollar amount? Do I want my bank account? No, like home, absolutely family? not. Like, there's so many ways yeah, to answer this. Like, like personal, because money comes and goes. I don't think that's a valid answer because. Sure, I mean, but there are that part of my goals are financial. Of course, that's. I think if anybody's being honest, that should be part of their, you know, portfolio. Of I think that's everyone's want, though. You know, yeah, that's everyone's desire. What's your to a degree like lifestyle desire? Really good question. Uh, I guess to find somebody I could just be myself with. Would be a big one. I think relationship like satisfaction. Oh, of course, and openly, I think that's a, and to have that you know support is a big part of it. Um, and other than that, just to get a lot faster at racing motorcycles. <laughs> okay, now that this camera has run out of um, juice, no memory. That camera's still going. We have a few more questions. Then dinner smells amazing, and I know over there they're being silent for us. Let's so. Do it um, We'll okay. come back. We'll do this again for sure. I feel like it's gonna. It's just gonna. We have so much to talk about. There's a we lot. Can easily we can, we do more. We barely scratch the surface. I think I could even cut this in two, honestly. Um. So yes, finally. I. Oh no. Oh no. I got sorry. <laughs> she just hung up on our grandmother. Shush, she's my favorite person. <laughs> sorry, Nona. Don't say that. She's my favorite person too. To be perfectly don't honest. Don't say that. Like nicest person ever. Oh. I don't want to let people That's know. That's how important you guys are. She just hung up on her knowing Oh, field. don't say it. Don't out me like that. Oh, I'm caring, man. compassionate. You said shit. Let's Next question. It. Come on. Right out of time. Okay. What have you been waiting? Oh, um, wait, what? That wasn't even a question. That I just... <sighs> what triggered his passion for motorcycles? Harley anytime soon. Ooh, you know, I love the story of Harley. I love the American Maid, um, if I'm being perfectly honest. And I've done a lot of research. I've actually ridden my buddy's Harley. There, the quality isn't there. Um, I hope that changes. I really do. But the big four Japanese manufacturers seem to just have it down. Their specifications and their clearances are just better. So what triggered my passion? Top Gun. We kind of talked about that before. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a huge adrenaline junkie. Lane in the intro kind of mentioned it. Cliff we diving. Went diving I've together. flown a plane before. Uh, cliff jumping. You like, jumped out of a plane with me. I've jumped out of a fully functional, well-working plane. I just, I love adrenaline. It's a drug like any other. You know, some people get hooked on that thrill-seeking, and that's me. So motorcycles kind of just they scratch that itch, and it's a very cerebral sport. It's not just like a flying around making like you know knee-jerk reactions. It's a very on track anyway, and on the road too. If you don't want to die, it's a very cerebral, <laughs> planned-out um, sport. There's a, a an equal and opposite reaction to every action. So, yeah, it's great. What's the most embarrassing childhood memory you have? Oh, I, you know, before we even came on this podcast, I thought, thought about, about it. Like, People always ask me the most embarrassing, but I blocked them out. I kind of, that was kind of my answer. I like, block them out. There will be times where I'm, I can't sleep. It's like two in the morning. I'm, you know, overly caffeinated or stressed or whatever. And something I did in like middle school or high school will come up and I'll just think to myself like, like, you get that cringe moment, like, oh, that actually happened? Mm -hmm. That's Those would be my answers. I just can't think of them right now. You know what's so messed up? Sometimes when I lie awake thinking about that, I, I exactly, like, I think about it. I'm like, I'm going to remember this for the next time. And then you don't. And, you, and then you, you don't. Because your, your brain like is like, memory. don't let yourself think oh, about that. Well, there was one time. This isn't the most embarrassing. I've done way worse, I'm sure. But there was one time. I was in high school. I was playing lacrosse at the time. So it could have been any of the four years because I played from freshman till senior year. <laughs> But we had a field that was um, 
gated off by a chain link fence and something happened. I had to run to the trainer to like get my ankle taped or whatever the deal was. So I'm running back as the practice is starting. I was supposed to handle this after class. I didn't want to run sprints because our, our coach was a hard ass. So if you're late to practice, you have to run extra. So I go to like, instead of running around to where the opening to the gate was, I go to hop the fence and all these gorgeous athletic beautiful track girls are behind me i'm like running up and i go to hop the fence nine and a half times out of ten we've just vaulted over it and looked like majestics i had long long hair back in the day oh and i go to hop the fence and like my sh shoelace gets caught or something i face plant i didn't know that okay here one of the girls behind me like like they're like what the fuck was that and i'm just like <laughs> run it off like it didn't happen just keep keep going that was oh that was embarrassing oh that's funny that did happen there are way more embarrassing ones that i'm sure i'll think about tonight as i lay awake but if that happened that truly happened that happened yeah that was a all good right one. and then um advice for people we have we have two more sorry i don't I know promise. who wants me giving advice horrible horrible that's not true you've got some good <laughs> advice <laughs> after tequila this is when we get our advice out <laughs> yeah Advice for people experiencing a quarter-life crisis. Well, what is quarter-life these days? Are you 20? You plan to live until 80? That's a really good question, yeah, Grace. How know. old are you? Hmm. Um, quarter-life crisis. Get a motorcycle. It really does that, right? That's a good thing. No, um, she looks very young and very pretty from your profile picture, which everybody... She says, I love Cam... Wait, I love Camaro, Zeppelin, and French fries in that order. <laughs> oh, I didn't read that. Grace. That sounds great. Hey, give me a call. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna follow her just because. A That's a great crisis. bio. Don't don't get wrapped up in your age. Don't get wrapped up. Age in doesn't like matter. Age is a number. This particular time frame, because it's similar advice to what I said about when you were, you know, when you're younger and how much faster time goes as you get older. Focus on what makes you happy and what excites you, because you know that could change. But for here and now, there's no point in getting tied down in in what's bothering you. Just you know, kind of pick your head up, look at the horizon, and take the next step. Don't get too. Don't get depressed. There's, yeah, there are all reasons. It doesn't matter how bad your situation is. I know it's easy for us to say, I suppose, but um, there's always a reason to be grateful and something else to look forward to. So don't get too wrapped up in your age. Yeah, mine would be just to, honestly, like the best is yet to come. And it's hard to think that because so many people glorify like high school days, college days, like college was the best. But like, yeah. was it really? Because you had... You didn't have this autonomy that you have once you get older, and it's kind of like, listen, go book a trip and travel. That's my advice. You'll sure. learn a lot about yourself. Travel's just, not a bad. You it's, get perspective. It's a band aid. It's a band aid. If Do I'm being think? perfectly honest, I think travel's totally a band aid for a lot of people, even for people in relationships. But it's not a bad place to start. Oh, I disagree. I think you just haven't traveled enough. You think or, travel's a cure? Not a cure. Not a cure. Then it's a band aid. I think no. I don't think it's a band aid. It is a. It is a stepping stone. Because once you learn other people's perspectives, you come back to your life and your situation with a completely different view. Sure. And I don't think that's a band-aid. I think that's more of its perspective. Okay. And I don't mean go sit on the beach for a week. I mean like... Sitting on the beach for a week would probably That's a band-aid. No, I think that's a band-aid. Because then you come back to life and you're like, well, shit, now I'm somber and whatever. There's always but margaritas think, from Zapata's. Yes. But I think, I think traveling offers perspective and... I just recommend it. Anyways, next. One more question. Last make question. Make it a good one. Well, I didn't want to end on this. And then we have a compliment for you. But anyways. Oh, thank you. The tab. I haven't heard yet, Thank you, thank Tabitha you. Dior. You are... I met her in Nepal. She's so sweet. Started her channel. Um, I try to get everyone to start a YouTube channel. I wanted Quinn to start a YouTube channel. Let me just insert this question. Start a YouTube channel. Why won't you start a YouTube channel? I mean, I could. I just... I don't know what I would... Who's that interested? I don't know. Uh, maybe. Hey. Are hey, you listen, kidding? Maybe. Everyone here would watch you. But okay, last question. The biggest fight you guys have ever gotten in. Give me all the drama. What's the biggest fight? There was one time she kicked me in the knee with a snowboard. <laughs> oh, I was going to bring was that, that up. Was that the one you're going to mention? <laughs> this was the worst. That, like, so, it displaced my kneecap. We went on one of our, like, Fable family vacations. It was incredible. Like, thanks, Mom and Dad. This was great. We were in Colorado, Breckenridge. I don't remember where it was. It was... Were we out? It doesn't matter. We were, we were out west. We no, a, it was definitely out west. And we got this top top of a mountain where mountain. where the runs are so long because like you don't get that really in the east, but in the west no. the runs are long. Yeah. So we're going, and Quinn said something. I don't remember how it came about. I don't remember what led to this, but I remember. I just remember the I was strapping. We were strapping in, and he like came up to me, and I'm still strapping in, and he said something, and I like kicked him in the knee. No, 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 no. Wait. I forget what it was, but I the kicked you. The details are blurry, but yeah, I remember blurry, what happened. But I remember the situation. 
I kicked him in the kneecap with my snowboarding boot, and he was like, Lane, you have 10 seconds to get down the run before me before I come and catch you and beat the shit out of you. Yeah, I was pissed. Um, I don't remember how old I was. We're four But, like, if apart, that's our so... biggest fight, that's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, it's not so bad. Also, tequila. Okay, and lastly... Um, not much other than Quinn is adorable. Ha ha ha. You guys be safe. So like I said before, thank you. <laughs> so like I said before, thank you. All right. If you guys made it this far, thank you so much. Um, thank you to Quinn for coming on. I'm sure I'll be back, guys. You will be back because this was effortless. Also, tequila. Um, how many times better. have we shouted out tequila in this podcast? Someone get a counter for me. Please count it up. And also, Zapatos, the Pan York. If you are in this area, go there. Go check it They're out. They're fantastic. Um, that being said, thank you guys so much. If you want to support the podcast, you can either support on anchor.fm slash lanefable, or now you can also join the memberships on my channel for as little as $2.99 a month, and you keep the episodes coming. Maybe one day I'll upgrade the mics and everything. Yeah, for God's sakes, guys, help her out. I'm going to have to buy her some equipment for the next time I come on. I mean, it'll it'll get more professional. And one day I'll have a studio, I promise. This was fun. Um, but even, I love you guys. Even, yeah, this is great. Even, even with all the I messy. It. I guess, should we should we take this or should we save this? Yeah, split it up. Well, you got... Line it up. Let's knock it out. Oh, I was going to say... Oh, I was going to say one each is on, but you're right. I have an E in. So. Do you have... Did I bring a... Oh, I did bring a second one. Well... Is that too much? Since we're going... <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna Twist keep this as a chaser, arm. knowing me. Anyways, thank. You. No, I haven't. I love you guys. I'm so happy you want. Oh, so happy you want to put on the podcast. Think. Yeah, these little nibs are cute, but like, damn. All right. I did not feed the dogs. We've been sitting here for like two hours. Sorry. <laughs> Salute. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. <coughs> Oh, it wasn't cold anymore. No, it was cold when I started. <laughs> yeah. I love I you know. guys. I will see you on the next episode or the next video. Burns all the way down. We burned at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm. Thank you so much for being quiet during this episode. I know that was long. Bye. I love you guys. Hey guys, sorry for the sketchy audio. I just wanted to let you guys know that bloopers for this episode will be on the membership side of my channel. So you can go to youtube.com slash lanefable and then click the join button if you want to see what I didn't think I should show everybody on Quinn's episode of the podcast. All right, love you guys. Bye.